I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Hey, Kaylin. Heather. How are you doing? Surviving. Okay. I still see a floating, not going to lie, floating um, fro- Little Mermaid. Mylar balloon in my living yeah, room. but that's, okay. Well, I'm going to brace it. Just brace, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, have to ask, have you done your job? Did you do your job? I did my job this week, and I'm not going to lie to you, Heather. I turned to my husband last night, and I said, do you have a tranquilizer? Because I need to calm down. Yeah. I, it's been awesomely busy I'm so grateful for everybody, but if someone could just conk me out for like 24 hours and let me sleep for a hot minute, I think I'll be an even, I'll be a better realtor, a better wife, a better mom, all the things. Yeah. So just give, and someone said, you don't need tranquilizers, you just need wine. So we're on that train right now. Well, I, man, I'm on it too. <laughs> In fact, my, my good friend, um, Do she we- texted me yesterday. She's like, are you home? And you get that text message and you're like, oh my God. What's wrong? Quickly, you know, yeah. wake up. And I'm like, I am. And she comes she, cause she's already in my driveway. Oh my and God. <laughs> I am just in pajama, I mean a full pajamas. Match, matching, matching pajamas. pajamas. Cute, cute. It's like three twenty. Oh my God. <laughs> um, my son stayed home. We had a mental health day as I like to call it, which Love means it. he kind of faked being sick and then he was fine. So he played Minecraft for 12 hours <laughs> and I had a lot of work to do, but I'm not going to be in, I just wanted to be in pajamas. Yes. But she, it was just funny because, like, yeah. I poured her some wine. Perfect. And she was, we were talking about how we got to, like, you know, get off rain this it train. In. Do we have I to said, get off the choo choo well, train? That's what I said. I was like, you know, I've been on the train. She's like, I, I need to get off the train. I said, here's the deal. At this time in our lives, we could get off that train, <laughs> but that train's going to come right back around. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to punch our ticket and we're going to get on it. So <laughs> just stay on, <laughs> get comfortable. And come January, like I always do, like every Monday, every January 1st, January 9th, whatever it is, I'll rein it in. You rein it in. But in the meantime, you're going to, you're the, you're the damn conductor of that train right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, I'm right there. I'm, I don't know what, I don't even know train terms, but I'm sitting next to you in that train. Yeah. And this is all necessary though, because we're doing our job still in December. Yes. Hashtag blessed. It is crazy. But you also just wrapped up the most insane home tour process to which I saw your husband last night. And I was like, are you okay? And he was like, I am now, but tell us how'd it go. You wrapped it up. How'd it go? Wrapped it up. I'm so glad it's over. Um, I'm not comfortable enough saying I'm glad we did it, but I I will get there. Um, It's too soon. It was, it was such a fun event and my, you know, and I think it's, it's a really strange feeling yesterday knowing so many people, random strangers walked It hit me yesterday and I was like, great. Okay, great. And you Lysoled everything. No, haven't even vacuumed yet. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think I told you we, Wednesday through Sunday, we, I put my family in an Airbnb that was, um, a few blocks down. For convenience. For convenience. Better than the Courtyard Marriott. Right. Or so we thought. So we thought. Um, so the good news about this place is they allowed pets. So I took advantage of that. I brought my kids, my husband, my dog, my cat, five fish, and the hermit crab in there on Wednesday. So we were just tired. My husband was like, hey, we've got a really perfectly great house that 
everybody else it's also now finished right like everything's stunning it's perfect it is great you basically lit it on fire and walked away yeah yeah it's great and i have one story to tell you about it and we can move on um so i'm i am you know lucky enough to have the we are lucky enough to have the the best broker in town hands down matt lewis we all know him he happens to live in my neighborhood and and him and his wife stopped by and they wanted to kind of meet me at my house and have a little more personal tour love it there was a line outside. It was a record attendance. So we we had to stand outside of I my house. I stood in line, just so you know. Yeah. Yep. At my house? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> so we're standing outside with him and his wife and, you know, probably eight to 12 of their closest friends and neighbors. And sure. I go into a whole, you know, uh, monologue about how horrible this duplex is that we're staying in. This Airbnb duplex. This Airbnb duplex. Down duplex, the street. How horrible it is. I mean, from the way it looks to the fact that there's a container of dial soap in the kitchen with water in it. Oh, sanitary. Yeah. Great. So just your modern conveniences were not there. It okay. was a lot of false advertising. We, it just, I'm just going off. Yeah. I'm going off. I'm yeah. going. And I was like, Dusty really hates it. It's gonna be, he said it's going to be his first negative review he ever does on anything. Oh, my God. And Matt looks at me, and he's like, what's the address? And I, I'm like, I don't know. It's like, and I just. Rattle was, it off. Oh, that's mine. Oh, God. So that's why I applied to work at Anthropology yesterday because I can't show my face at League Real Estate anymore. You you just bashed yes. an Airbnb that oh, our broker owns yeah, yeah. in front of him and eight to twelve of yes. his closest friends. Yeah. Do I am I guilty by association? Do yeah. I also need a new job? You need a new job. <laughs> but the home t- I mean, gosh, it's just so funny. You have people working your house, you know? Yeah. And some get the information, some don't. Yeah. Some there, some people just make up stuff about your house, which is hilarious. I love it. I wish because, I would have heard that oh, when, while I was in your house. But if you're walking, you don't know it's a lie. Like yeah. there's this um, paint or this photograph in our living room of Slim Aaron's wife, who, you know, like a famous photographer and his wife, and she's in a pool. It's a famous photo, but yeah. one docent, docent? Docent. Docent was telling everybody it was me. One docent told everybody it was my mom. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, and one these more- poor passerbyers are looking with like, you know, oh. large doe eyes yes. going, how fascinating. Oh. And I, spreading these rumors all I over know. town. It was supposed to end at five o'clock on Sunday. So, but at 4.40, I'm already in there. I'm taking my shoes off. I'm popping some wine. Putting your feet up on the coffee And I'm table. telling the people, there's this sweet couple in the front that are working and I'm already there. I'm like, you guys can go. And, but this, these, these people come in, you know, at the end. And so they do their little spiel and I'm in the kitchen and, um, they say something about that photo again and I say to everybody I'm like well it's so interesting because people will just kind of make stuff up (laughs) so then this sweet guy sweetheart he really kind of um took a leap of faith with this and I have this random antique like painting of flowers okay that has no meaning to anything um and he's like for these two ladies like yeah like for example Donald Trump uh painted this um painting and then he signed MAGA at what? the bottom. <laughs> and I was like, and that's a wrap. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Oh, so God, he sweet. took it too far. I know. It's such a sweet thing that they even volunteer their time. It's just hilarious. And nobody got, he didn't even get a laugh. Yeah. Because that's absurd. I know. Sweet it's guy. It's over, though. Okay. Oh, thank God. I'm never going to do it again. Thank okay. God. I mean, I actually looked at your husband last night and I was like, you know, if, if I would have told Taylor, hey, 
we're going to be on a home tour. He would have been like, that's oh. a really cute idea. No. I know. I mean, so so bravo. I mean, bravo. And I have to give a shout out to Brian Holland, who's a fellow realtor and other brokerage. His house was um, amazing. amazing. I, You and I ran into each other while we were in that house. And oh. I looked at you. I was like, do you even know where we are right no. now? This is unreal. It's stunning. It was so pretty. We're going to have to figure out how to showcase that yes. in some way, shape or form. Although every magazine in town already has, and you know, we're not a magazine, right. but it was, it was so beautiful. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so I went on the tour as well. I did wait in line. I sent you a video where I loudly announced to all patrons within amazing. your home that yours was the best on tour. Um, and I think people were giving me some looks, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm here to support you. And I really, your You're house just is spreading precious. facts <laughs> better than the other guy. So, listener, if we sound a little banged up today, maybe more banged up than usual, I guess mm -hmm. I would say, because we usually just sound like this. Yeah. It's because uh, we went to our league Christmas party yeah. last night. That train <laughs> picked us back up and we got on it. And um, <laughs> we're, we're riding it into the holidays with the rest of our oh fellow league agents. But, Heather, you and I have been talking. People give us all the stories when we're in front of them. Yes. And my crazy ass decided to run around the party with my phone and say, you got them? Let's hear them. Is that even a saying? Isn't that a saying? Like, you got them, oh, show them? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that's inappropriate. That but, is. But we're about um, to get inappropriate, so. Yep. It's going to get in. there. <laughs> so we actually did get some really funny like the best stories, all the things that we want to hear from our awesome colleagues at League. And I think you guys all know that we are an agnostic podcast for real estate. We love all brokerages and all things from all over the Metroplex and all over the United States. But I will be honest, this is kind of, this is going to be a League episode because right. those are where the stories are that, coming from. Yeah. So we're going to play, listener, we're going to play a few of the stories for you guys. Uh, Heather and I will opine a little bit, but we're going to start off with Christina Warden's uh, story about when she was a baby realtor mm -hmm. and I'm going to play it now. Oh my gosh. I'm Christina Warden. So I've been an agent since 2015 and as a new agent, I had a really funny thing happen. This was my first buyer client that was not a relative, but he was really laid back, cool guy, buying his first house in the Fort Worth area. And it was over on the South side, over on College Avenue. So I told him, I have a coupon for this inspector. So this, I don't know what he's like. I've never worked with him before. I can't really vouch for him, but he came to our office. He's young, he's eager for business and it could save you 50 bucks. And so my client is like, all right, sure. I'll try him out. So we get to the inspection and being a new agent, I didn't really find this as odd as I would have, as I would now, but the inspector is at the door and he's like, Hey, I'm pretty new, so I still don't have my Supra access. Could you let me in to the front door? And I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, I've got it right here. I'll get, I'll get you in. So um, open the door. We're inside chatting for a minute. And then we hear from the back of the house, who's there? And I did that. I went, <gasps> and I look at the inspector and I was like, did you not tell them about the appointment? And he was like, no, I didn't set the appointment. Did you set oh the appointment? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I didn't. That's not my job. But I just said, uh, we're here for the inspection. I'm so sorry. We can come back another time. I'm yelling to no one right now because it's just right. a voice. He yells back and he's like, no, no, just give me a few minutes to get dressed. I'll be out in a minute. I'm like, okay. So we scamper out to the front porch. And we're waiting and I'm like, this is so awkward. I feel so embarrassed. I want it to sink through the porch floor right now. So he comes, opens the door, 
Turns out he is an overnight doctor, ER doctor at Harris downtown. But he ended up being a super cool doctor guy. So once he woke up, he was like, no, you're here. It's fine. Let's do this. It's all good. I'm like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. So we go ahead with the inspection. We get it started. Next thing I know, the inspector is like, oh, you're a doctor? He's like, the, the seller is like, yeah. It's like, where'd you say? Harris. Oh, cool. I was trying to get a job at Harris. You what? think you could vouch for me? <laughs> could you put <laughs> in a good word? And I'm over there like, are we networking now? Yeah, like this <laughs> is not what normal inspectors do. And they kind of hit it off. So they're over oh there gosh. making connections, taking the next step in his career path. After, you know, um, what are his plans? Medical right. Doctor. Yeah. So maybe he's looking out for his future. He might not want to be an inspector forever. I don't know. Oh my so he does the inspection and it was the worst inspection ever. He didn't write down like the broken attic access ladders that, that were really broken, that we could see were broken. And the seller was like, that is broken. He didn't tag any of, like, it was the shortest inspection report. Old home. It was going to have things. Six pages. It was so short. Yeah. Oh, so it was no. a kind of a disaster. I think he was like a one and done. <laughs> well, so he, he goes, well, get this. Yeah. He follows up with me. He had good follow-up. He was like, thank you so much for the business. I'm looking to continue expanding my business. Can you give me some good feedback or referrals? And I just did not respond because I'm like, I can't give constructive feedback to this person. All I have is bad things to say. And that doesn't help anyone, really. I just want, this is water under the bridge. Right, right. So I didn't respond. He kept emailing and then he called me and then he texted me and he was like, I I would really appreciate some feedback. So finally, I wrote an email and I laid it all out. Here's everything you missed that we saw. You were networking with the seller. You were not paying attention. I will never recommend you again. <laughs> and, and he responded and said, thank you for the feedback. Oh my gosh. So now he's a doctor. Now he's a doctor. He's a doctor now. Oh my God. Heather, first of all, I don't know what's funnier. Christina's story or your commentary in the background. Oh my gosh. Well, now I know I laugh like a cat. Um, Honey, it's like, a no, more like a hyena. Well, you know, I have, I have... One time when I was a baby agent too, I had this um, inspection on this house. It was kind of like an early '90s house, big, big two story, and buyers loved it and everything. And the inspector comes, and does it, and he's like halfway through, and he was like, "Oh, because it was a stucco home," and he's like, "Oh, this is not stucco." Oh, and we God. were like, "Wait, what? Like, how can it not be?" Like stucco? you're touching the house. You're yeah, like, "How could it not stucco. be?" He's like, no, this is this, this is this, um, type, uh, you know, faux manufactured thing from 1991 to 1990, you know, from February 6th, 1991 to March 8th of 1992 that they used, that's not good. And they had to stop using it. And this is what this is. So buyers terrified backed out. Oh my God. It, it was stucco. It just no. was stucco. So, of course, the sellers were so mad. They were like, what? Who is this wannabe stucco expert and idiot so that I, was I had wrong? To, I know. I had to be like, sorry, they backed out. They want to back out because your home is not stucco. And the seller's like, it's stucco. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Oh, my God. And then, of course, a week later, the buyers are like, hey, is that home still available? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. 
someone with a better stucco expert already bought it. Bought it. Oh. Uh, this is, well, this is like, we've all done this. We all have these terrible inspectors. That's so mean. That's not right. But maybe like yeah. people who are starting off in the industry and just, you know, we all have to get started somewhere. Yeah. And then, th but this is like our buyer's livelihood. I we, know. This can't, this cannot reflect poorly on us, right? Mm -hmm. Poor Christina. Obviously she's now been doing it for a while and she's a gem and a great realtor. Yes. So I'm sure she's got some better vendors out there, but right. God bless her. A coupon her. for an inspection <laughs> may not be the best Groupon to get. Nails. Yes. Oh, maybe. No, maybe. no, no. Actually, let's, uh, I don't know. Take our nails very seriously around yeah. here. Um, okay, so we got another good one. Now, I'll be honest. Love Christina, and she was able to um, give her, we wanted to give her a shout out on this, but we've got some anonymous oh, submissions, yeah. and I don't really blame them yeah. for this, mm -hmm. So, uh, but I want to get into it because let's just say it's a little juicy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I one time had this showing, and it was approved but I believe it was tenant-occupied because we went in. I can still smell the crock pot. And we're like, I think we interrupted dinner, but let's keep looking. And we're walking around and we get to what I believe is probably the primary ensuite. And I knock because the door is shut. You know, you just kind of do that naturally. I didn't hear anything. so. I open the door and I hear, oh my God, she uh, hits the deck because there were things being performed that I cannot speak of. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was approved to be here. I am so sorry. I'm leaving right now. And I turn around, but my buyers were already out front. They had already left. They were like, what just happened? I'm like, exactly what you think just happened. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I'm sweating. I'm, I want to vomit. I, I, that's so mean. Again, well, and sadly enough, it doesn't phase me that much because I have heard this. It has not happened, knock on wood, it has not happened to me, but there's a couple of agents in Austin who are good friends of mine, and they shared a story with me very, very similar. It was the homeowner, though. So oh, the tenant no. is always a wild card. Right. You know, totally. I've walked in on tenants doing um, things. Um, and they don't care. Like, no. um, you know, they're like, that's not there. They don't care if the house sells. Like, yeah. in fact, it's better it's for them problem. usually if the house doesn't sell. I couldn't agree more. I remember walking up to one and the tenant opened the door and I said, hey, we're allowed to be here. And I, the, the biggest waft of weed just oh, hit me right in the that face. That was going to be my story. It was, we walk in, I've got sweet little buyers, just first time home buyers, you know, straight out of church and met after church there and walk in and there's just four college kids around the coffee table with the bong in the middle oh and my it's god. It, like it the smell like overpowered and they don't even care they're like, I was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry we had this schedule like oh yeah come on in and I'm like sup and of course the house was like sup, 600 homework. square feet so there was no getting away from any of it oh that <laughs> stuff happens all the time everyone's just high when you left oh, basically yeah yeah but you're right I mean uh, yeah whether it's tenant occupied or it is the seller I mean, God, people live here, guys, and we have to go into it's these houses. so weird. Everyone's heard us say it a million times, but that's why we're all knocking loudly and yes. like, hello. hello. Yes. Because we don't want to see that. Nope. Hit the deck. Lovely use of words by that agent, yes. by the way, and absolutely brilliant for sharing that with us. Yes. That was, uh, we got a good chuckle. Yeah, we that did. One. We did. Okay, so here's the next one. So today, Heather asked me to go show some of her clients a house in her neck of the woods. So I meet them over at this house, and from the outside, I mean, it, it just looks like any other house. So we go inside, and we're looking around, and, you know, they're talking, and 
we're just looking. And then Heather calls us in the middle of the showing and says, hey, unfortunately, they aren't going to take FHA. So we're like, okay, well, no need to, you know, stick around. So we start talking about other houses, but then we're like, oh, actually, you know, we should step outside. So we step outside and uh, one of the clients notices something on his shoe. And so he dusts it off and he's like, oh, we were like, what, what was that? And he was like, oh, there was a flea on my shoe. And then we were like, fleas. Oh my gosh. It, it reeked of cat urine inside there. What? Oh no. Oh no. So then she dusts off her pants and just a ton of fleas come off her pants and I'm wearing black leggings. So I can't even, I don't even know what's on me. So then I call Heather and I tell her that there's fleas and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And gives me the steps of what to do. And so then she tells the, the agent who's also the owner of the property about the fleas and He takes a while to respond, and then he says, hey, I know first impressions are important and all, but are they still interested in the house? Meanwhile, I am at home undressing on my back porch so that I can put my clothes in the wash without getting my dog invested with fleas. So overall, it's a great day. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. A couple things. I don't live, you know, my neck of the woods isn't, you know. Flea infested. Flea infested cat urine, but... Anyways, I love how personal this one was. Oh, it happened <laughs> yesterday, and I did feel awful. But I think also I've like it's happened to me. I've, well, I've been covered in fleas, so I was just like, okay, honey, here's what you do. Well, I just love and that you're the- probably like, no, you don't understand what happened. I'm like, oh, I do. <laughs> this is what you do. And I have to tell the bu- we're on a group text with the buyers too, and, I, and they're freaking out, of course. And yeah. here I am, like, okay, here's what I just go through the steps of what to do, like as if you're nothing. Google. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I love that during this story, it was it was not only so personal to you because it was one of your buyers, but that you were suddenly the flea expert oh, about yeah. how to get this done. Yes. What a veteran, Heather. So proud of you. It happened to me one time with I was with these people who are my good friends now, and they're their three or four year old daughter at the time, and we go in this house that should have just been knocked over, like condemned. Yeah, the seller was there. They were definitely doing some. Like they had a meth lab in the back. I'm not. I'm not joking. Um, and it kept. It was dark. It was a hoarder. It was horrible. Oh, this is when I wait on the front porch. Horrible. Guys. I can't go in. So we step outside as we do and start talking and we, and same thing. We look down and we're like, oh my, we are covered in fleas, mm. covered in fleas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes. And then, you know, and so I've learned what to do. And, yeah. um, don't yeah. call, don't Google people. Just call Heather. Yeah. She's got it. She'll I do help some, you. Listen, I, I show luxury properties, yeah, I know. you know, so I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> People are probably like, why does she show so many? It, I actually, come on. I like Caitlin that. I can't relate. I, like, I don't know. I'm over here like, I literally don't know what to say. I told you, it's not that I haven't shown him. I am a jerk and I stand on the front porch because I oh. just can't handle it between the fleas and the smell. You just I, open the door and let them go in. Listener, I'm asthmatic. I blame it on that. And oh. I just say, I can't do it. And I'm like, I love you. Let me know what you think of it and take some pictures for me. I'll see you when you guys get done showing. I'm a bad, I'm a bad agent. I'm not, I'm not quality. Heather, let's be honest. No. Um, I do love, thank you. Sorry, Ellie. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, buyers. I hope that you are okay today. Everyone will get through it. They found another house. Okay, good. Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. Mm -hmm. So you're doing your job. Ellie's doing her job. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you to all our league friends and colleagues for doing that. Actually, those were hysterical and perfect. We did have one more. uh, why am I calling it a submission? What we, what? Yeah, we I forced stood, them. I stood yeah. next to the party and shoved a phone in their face last night. Um, but I was supposed to help with this process <laughs> and I did nothing. We kept going, where's Heather? I'm where's dancing. Heather? They had a sweet guy 
playing the piano, but I knew he also had the ability to play any song. Yes. And I took advantage of that. Basically Notorious B.I.G. was playing. Personal karaoke. When it should have been like... Well, the weather outside is fine. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm sure our owners of League are, were probably like, what is happening? Actually, like, everyone looked over and was like, oh, Heather's on the dance floor. The party's really started. And nobody really, I mean, that's all anybody wants at the end of a holiday party, Heather. So thank you for keeping it alive for us um, and for keeping me out too late. <laughs> <laughs> that's what started playing randomly after. So anyway, yeah, that's what I was doing. And I'm sorry. No, it's all I'm good. Sweating. It's okay. I like, I like working all day. Mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> so we had another super kind agent who actually had, it was a personal story of his and he had some great advice and it was, it, I'm going to let him tell you. Um, but it was basically around a topic you and I haven't touched on Heather yet, which is yeah. kind of like how in this industry for those agents that are listing that are maybe new, as we call baby agents, mm-hmm. God bless you. How do you kind of kick off your career? How do you get those new clients? And I feel like there's new advice every year. You and I sit in those meetings and we're like writing it down. Yeah. Like, what do we do? What do we do? But I think this story was kind of inspiring and we're just going to play it and then you and I can chat about it. Yeah. My name is Josiah Keys with League Real Estate and I want to share just kind of a random occurrence that kind of put me on the map. I'm just sitting at home doing work. I get a phone call from this guy in River Hills. He's trying to sell his home for sale by owner, doesn't have any activity on it. And he's calling agents that he found on Zillow to see if they had any buyers that wanted to maybe bring clients to take a tour. This is back when the market was super red hot. End of the year last year, January into this year, there's a lot of people looking for homes. So this guy calls me and he's like, hey, like, do you have any buyers for my house? And I'm like, honestly, no. Like, I've never sold a house over a million dollars. Like, I am probably the last person that's going to have a buyer for a $1.5 million house. They should probably call one of the other agents in Fort Worth to try to get that. I just told them, I was like, hey, like, if you don't find an agent that has a buyer uh, that will buy this house, call me in January and like I will give you a 1% listing plan uh, for your luxury home. And like, I, again, I've never cut my commission to 1%. I think one time I gave like a 1% discount, so it was like a 2% listing, but I have never done this before. And sure enough, like probably like a few weeks later, the uh, beginning of January rolls around and he calls me back and he's like, yeah, like I'm ready for your list of my house. Like wasn't able to sell it for sale by owner. So I take the job, get it listed. We hold an open house that weekend. A cash buyer walks in. It's like, we want to buy this house right now. And I'm like, an hour into the open house, like the first weekend it's open. A couple weeks later it closes. And then right as closing's about to happen, I get a call from the neighbor across the street that saw my sign, saw that the house was pending on Zillow. And they're like, can you come over and like, check out our house like we're we're about to move to dallas and before i can even like start showings uh, another agent with a buyer comes in and and, uh calls me and says like hey i've got a cash buyer that wants to buy this pre-market so at this point i'm like it cannot get any better how many have you sold in river hills now it's been three properties in river hills with me doing like nothing like i pretty much just answered a phone call and it snowballed into three listings and a buyer for river hills and so so don't give up on your dreams folks don't give up. Like you're just one phone call away from being a luxury real estate agent. So for the listener, I'm going to back up a little bit. So River Hills, if you're not familiar with the Fort Worth area, is a beautiful three-phase 
subdivision kind of sprawled across um, an ideal zip code. And in this particular phase, he's talking about all of these homes are, are north of a million dollars. So kind of that. No fleas. No fleas. <laughs> I'm not waiting on that front porch. Mm-hmm. I'm going in, mm-hmm. um, making myself at home. Um, but basically, that is an that's like a dream for us, right? Everybody yes. wants to sell in that neighborhood, and we have we're lucky enough to have a couple of those around the area within the loop, if you will, of Fort Worth. So I wanted to preface that that's why it's like the golden goose, right? Yeah, not the shoe, like something more ideal, just something really. Yeah. Something to strive for, uh, yeah. basically. So that's what he's referring to. But then, as you heard, listener, he goes into the fact that because he was willing to take the call, have that conversation, put his name out there, and cut his commission, which he very clearly says that he does not always do, um, but it paid off long term. And so, Heather, you and I haven't got to talk about this at all, and I wanted to know, were there any things you did at the beginning of your career to kind of get your foot in the door or get going to kind of put you to that top realtor that you are now? Um, man, I don't know. And I, I really, this has made me think about, um, kind of doing a, um, what do you call it? Like a crash course or a, what are they, what do they call it? Are we just going to do a master class? Okay. We're just going to do a master class. I would love to do that, um, another time. But, um, I feel like when I first started, I just, I, I didn't have, um, any standards in terms of who I would work with, what I would show, (laughs) where I would show. Hence the fleas fleas. in the mess. Um, I just showed everything and I have so many stories. I mean, there was one that I showed in a part of town that I, I was so scared that I left, I just left them. I left the buyer there. This is because this is a trend. You've left the buyer the house a couple was of like, times. The house is like $32,000 <gasps> and, um, I, I didn't, the house was unlocked. There was no, not even like a, like the windows were like anybody could get in this house. Oh God, that's He scary. was an investor, like Oof. kind of like a Zillow lead, yeah. never met him. Yeah. And so like I get there, I open the door and I'm like, I'm out. Bye. See ya. So that's when I changed thing. a little bit about my <laughs> strategy. Um, well, and I, it's we, we, like, we need to have a whole, like I said, t- uh, episode on this because yeah. I have a hard time. I'm not the type of realtor that like loves to tell everybody that I am. Like I don't, a lot of people get business from their, their, you know, school group, church right. group, neighborhood group, right. like that, it makes me uncomfortable. So, right. um, I really fed into social media, okay. like, and I also did a lot of Zillow. I okay. Still Zillow. Um, but, but you did just say something, the fact that, so some agents do go to church, some yes. do have a pickleball group, whatever yes. it is. And I think that it's whatever your interests are genuine, genuinely are yeah. that you can continue to network and actually make that your community. And I think that's kind of how you can spread your wings a little bit and obviously get people to realize that you can be trusted and you can represent them. Cause I'm the same with you. I, I I feel so awkward. I, you know, I'll like casually mention it. I'm a realtor anyways. And we go on. Yeah. But if they, if we got along and they liked me and they thought, Hey, I do need one. Maybe I'll call Kaylin. I did that a lot with, um, alumni from my, the university I went to. I just felt like we all had something in common they knew they could trust me. We were probably friends in college mm-hmm. and that's how I got a lot of my yeah. business started also. So, but what I liked about what Josiah said was, first of all, he's a great agent yeah. and he's done quite a bit of business in that neighborhood now, but he kind of took a leap of faith. Yeah, it, You don't always have to cut your commission to get that done, but I appreciate that he was able to see the bigger picture yes. and say, okay, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to pay off. Yeah. My first uh, sale was a 2% buyer's commission on a for sale by owner. I mean, I know. And my first one was a short sale that took six months oh to God. close. Was this the organ player? 
Uh, nope. Oh, nope. Something else. Something else. Oh, okay. And uh, I was with a brokerage that took all my money. So by the, six months <laughs> later, I made $12. And I'm like, this is, a, I love this career. I'm so glad that gig. I left my corporate job with benefits That's for this. Right. I can't even. <laughs> uh, but I think you're right. Let's do an episode on yes, that. I would we, love to. We might have some have younger some agents that are yes. listening and we can put that into practice. Yes. So Heather, we, there's a few things I want to chat about before we leave the listener today. And I I don't mind driving it home, but um, we're getting into the holidays. We are in the holidays. Holiday season. And the, I'm going to rapid fire some holiday questions off oh, to you. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, favorite Christmas song? Um... I take your time. I know. It's sorry. just me and the listener. Okay, here. good. Um, well, I, I'm trying to think like I have blue Christmas by the Lumineers. Oh, it's like a really sad. Yes. Like amazing. And on a rainy day like this, oh. I like to go into this deep, deep, just dark Christmas hole. depression. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also love hard candy Christmas, Dolly Parton. I have uh, too many. Okay. So I'm just going to say blue Christmas by the Lumineers love today. It. Okay. Mine is, um, I'll be home for Christmas. Any, oh, any version of any it. Any version of it. <clears throat> Someone said the other day, if you are a grown ass adult and you listen to that song and it doesn't make you weep, you're dead inside. And I would, I think I might agree with that. I also love Wham! Last Christmas. <laughs> Most people, it's either love or hate. I love it. I can handle that one. There's a few that I can't, but I can handle oh. that one. Okay, favorite Christmas movie, go. Uh, home Alone. Oh, ah, great. Okay, I'm Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. But Home Alone's in the, don't even get me started. Don't even get us started, listener. Don't get us don't started on started. our top favorite Christmas things. Okay, favorite Christmas tradition? Um, Christmas Eve at our house and tamales. Oh. My family grew up having tamales every Christmas Eve. So now we do it. I love this. And I, I have friends that do this. And yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know what the hell a tamale yeah. was until freshman year of college when someone handed me one. And well, I was like, cool, what is this? But I love this tradition. I've heard of a lot of people doing this in Texas. Yes. And when I grew up in South Texas. So we had just some really, really amazing homemade ones we would get. And so up here, I have a hard time. So yeah. I, they're like the central market, like black bean and chili. Like it's not real. When my parents come to, they're going to be like, this is not a tamale. Because it needs to be questionable what's inside it. Like that's a good tamale to me. This is a sign Um, of a good tamale. A lot of grease. Yeah. Oh my God. What about Uh, you? uh, My favorite is Christmas morning. We get up and I make an egg casserole. That's my mom's recipe. We do cinnamon rolls. We feast because, you know, you're just going to yes. eat all day. And then we open Christmas presents oh. that morning. That's, I don't know. We've done that my whole life. And it, it never, it really didn't matter like where we were or in what stage we were in. Um, with all of us kind of being spread out all over the country right now, my, that all of my siblings actually still kind of do that. We're either Aww. together celebrating it that way or we're taking pictures of our egg casserole and oh, our cinnamon that. rolls and sending it to each other. So yes. that's my favorite. Okay. White Christmas or beach Christmas? Uh, white Christmas. I mean, I don't yeah. even, it's, I mean, I've never had a white Christmas. <laughs> I, I had beach Christmas because yes. I grew, grew up, Dusty says I can't say I grew up on the beach. I grew up near the beach. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, white, I would love a white Christmas. And that's why I had to ask because yeah. I know that you've, it, you probably actually haven't had a no. white Christmas. Up, up we have a white guide. February 2nd every year in February. <laughs> And we put the tree back up. Yes. We act like it's Christmas day. I will say the one thing that I did love about living in Omaha, Nebraska for 20 years was there was a very good chance we were going to have a white Christmas. Oh, yeah. And there is nothing prettier. Oh, I bet. There's nothing worse than a gray December 26th when it's like melted and, you know, slushing around. One year here, we did have a white Christmas. I have a picture of Ella. She was about 18 months old. So whatever year that was, it snowed on Christmas and it was amazing. And like you guys all probably just lost your mind. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm trying to think if I have any more questions for you for Christmas, but I had to at least establish those things because yes. we're gearing up for our Christmas episode, uh, which again, wait. people are like, stop friggin' stop. talking about it. But again, I don't. we're going to put on turtlenecks. This is for us. And this is for us. <laughs> point. Sit by the fire and have questions. We, we're not going to tell you what's in our mugs. No. We're just going to be drinking out yes. of mugs by the fire. Um, Heather, thank you yes. for this. And thank you so much to League for letting us just yes. basically film or record our podcast. They didn't let no. you do anything. You just did it. I ran around like a chicken with my head cut off <laughs> and shoved a microphone in people's faces. But what I will say is everybody's ready to submit. They just weren't necessarily ready to tell me last night on my phone, mm-hmm. which well, I don't blame them. <laughs> um, I'm glad it. you did it though. Cause it was super fun. Thank you to the agents that um, took your time and did that. Cause Actually, I was too busy on the dance floor. <laughs> Which wasn't a dance floor, P.S. <laughs> you made it a dance floor. I made floor. it a dance floor. Awesome. Well, listener, thanks again for everything. We hope that you're getting your Christmas shopping done and enjoying this weather wherever you are, and hopefully you'll get a white Christmas. But we love you all. We're going to have a guest we have next, a guest next week. week. And then a st- couple special guests the following week. That's right. So gear up, go back, mm-hmm. check in on all the ones you've missed the last couple weeks. I know that it's been a busy time of year, but um, again, it's a nice little getaway yes. um, from your families. Yeah. So uh, we love you all. Stay on that train. We'll We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need?